What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to Fearfully Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Summer. And this is my third time recording this episode. I keep having video issues. So if something happens this time, I'm just going to take it as a sign from God. He don't want me to do this episode. First two times, I was like, the devil trying to distract me. He's trying to discourage me. This third time, I'm going to say it's from the Lord. All right? So hopefully hopefully it goes okay anyways so this episode how to grow after kim kardashian curses you out so what does kim kardashian have to do with my personal growth so kim kardashian recently did an interview where she gave her golden advice to uh women who are in business okay i'm I'm gonna play the clip right here the best advice for women in business get your up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yeah. yourself with people that want to work. Have a So Kim received a lot of backlash for that little interview that she did. And it wasn't even that her her advice was so bad. Uh, the reality is we do have to work hard, but she made it sound as if no one's doing that. And her audience was like, what are you talking about? That's all we do is is work hard. And she didn't take into account that from the time Kim started way before she became a billionaire, her resources are drastically different than the resources of most of her audience. And it really sounded like her tone, it kind of sounded like somebody on her team just did something that they was like slacking. And she was like, yo, don't nobody wanna work hard out here. And she took that out during during the interview. But, you know, the reality is, along with working hard, there are so many other components that come along with growth and being successful. It's not just work hard, right? And so I started to think about what techniques have I used, continue to use, and need to use to grow? Uh, What are some material that I have read? And the first book that came to my mind was this amazing book that I'm actually reading for the second time, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. If you're on my YouTube, I'm showing you guys the cover right now. I have, um, I'm showing uh, just where I highlighted a bunch of stuff and wrote in a, a bunch of my thoughts. This book resonated with me so heavy, okay? It got me together real good. And I just need a reminder, um, especially just, you know, gonna be a mom soon. And so I was like, you know, what what areas have I lacked with my growth? And so I really wanted to come back to this book. And so I'm gonna take some pointers from here. It's gonna, I'm gonna try to make it short and sweet so that you can retain everything that I'm saying. Oh, excuse me. So that you can retain everything that I'm saying. And um, make sure you grab you a pen, get you your journal, get you a little sheet of paper and write down some of these points because I promise you it's gonna, at, at at least make you think, at least make you think. And you might listen to this pod, this episode and be like, you know what, I'm on the right path. Or you might be like, you know what, I got a lot of stuff to work on that I didn't even realize. So here we go. Eight points that I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to. And um, it's about being intentional with your growth, okay? As intentional as possible with your growth. I'm gonna talk about the eight misconceptions about growth. Okay, I assume that I, this is number one, I assume that I will automatically grow. I think a lot of us have that assumption 
uh, just through age. As we get older, we think, okay, we'll automatically become wiser. Whatever experience we have, we're gonna automatically learn from it. And the reality is if we're not strategic about our growth, if we're not intentional, if we don't decide that we're gonna grow from a certain situation or go into a situation knowing, okay, I'm gonna learn from this, this is, I'm gonna take some things away from it and then I'm gonna use it as a stepping block. If we're not intentional about it, life will pass us by. And we're like, yo, where did we, I hear people say this all the time, I say it myself sometimes, where did this year go? So much stuff happens and it's like, I didn't even really process what was going on. You know what I mean? So it's re if you're not intentional about, you know, the experiences that you're having, some stuff, some experiences I understand are obviously are out of our control, right? When a loved one dies or when you're let go from a job that had cutbacks, um, those are things we can't control. But there are a lot of things in our life we can control. And those things we need to be intentional about, you know, who am I talking to in my life? Who am I hanging out with? What material am I reading? What am I watching? You know what I'm saying? What am I choosing to engage in? Those are intentional things that you can focus on so, to make sure that you're growing, okay? Misconception number two, I don't know how to grow. If you've never done it before, obviously I understand that it's gonna be hard for us to be, you know, to say like, this is what I need to do, right? But there's different steps, there's different tactics that you can use to figure out how to grow in whatever area you're talking about. So if you're talking about, um, you know, building a business, whatever business you're trying to build, Find someone who has built that business already. Uh, research their life, what they've done, what techniques and tactics they use. If they need education, um, you can read a book about loans or about finance, about whatever it is, about money, um, about budgeting, trying to figure out, okay, how do I get the money that I need to get what it is that I, that I want to get? Right. If you're talking about your nine to five and you want to excel, you want to go up a level. OK, talk to someone who's been up a level. What experience do you have? OK, what experience do you have and how did you get there? How do you conduct yourself in a room and observe them? And so there are different techniques that you can use to figure out where you want to go instead of just saying, I don't know. I mean, when you start out, no one really knows. But thankfully, we have Google. We have books. We have the uh, we have all these social media sites that will help connect us to people who have done what we're doing. And, um, you know, it makes it easier for us to figure out how to do it. OK. Misconception number three, it's not the right time to begin. This is definitely has been over the years one of my biggest issues, one of my biggest excuses for weight loss. That was my excuse for a long time. And then when I began on the journey of losing that 100 pounds, it was like, I don't know what clicked in me, but I was just like, it's never gonna be a right time. I'm always gonna be busy. I'm always gonna have something to do. I'm always gonna be tired. At the time I was working full time and then also in school, it's just like, there's never gonna be right time. And then if I waited after that, and then I would've got married and had a kid, then I would've said again, oh, it's not the right time. It's never gonna be the right time, most times to do, what it, to do a goal, right? But you just have to do it. There's something called the law of diminishing intent. And it says, the longer you wait to do something you should do now, the greater the odds that you will never actually do it. And I believe that 100% because I just attribute that to my own life. 
the longer I waited to do the the longer I waited to do anything, the less likely I I did it. You know, I always found an excuse. Um, it was just I was it was easily pushed off the longer I waited. Um, and so yeah, number four. I'm afraid of making mistakes. This is also another excuse that was big for me. I have a lot of pride and that's something that God has worked on me with over the years. I really don't like asking for help. Outside of my immediate family, I really don't like asking for help. Well, really outside of my dad and, and my brother, I don't really like asking for help. But the reality is I feel like making ex excuses, I mean, making mistakes is almost a requirement of growth. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But at least if you're on your journey already, say you've already made your plan, you already have your strategy, and you're on your journey to wherever it, wherever it is you're trying to go, at least when you make a mistake, you're, you'll fail forward. You'll figure out, okay, I won't make that again. Like you can learn from it. You can decide before the mistake happens, if I do something that, you know, brings me back a little bit, if I do something that, you know, it ends up, it was a wrong choice, now I know how to move forward. And you can help somebody else and tell them where you went wrong, right? Number five, I have to find the best way before I start. Once again, this is something else that resonated a lot with me. Um, podcast perfect example my sound is not that good setup lackluster i don't have my ring light yet don't have my cue backdrop and so i can keep making excuses of why i shouldn't start and i think social media is a big culprit of this right because we look at other people we look at their content we look at their life and be like oh but they're so much better than me and if the reality is People are gonna always be better than you. <laughs> no matter how good you get, it's always gonna be someone else that you that appears to be better than you or, or it looks better, um, it sounds better. Um, it, it, that's just the reality, but they all had to start from somewhere, right? And if you don't start, you don't know how to grow. So you have to start. And it's also, you can find, sometimes you find your niche by not having everything together, right? You can find your lane by trying to finesse it so that you can get it done. And then it's like, oh, okay, wait, this actually works pretty good. You know what I mean? So don't, don't fixate too much on I have to find the right way to start because what's the right way? What's the right way? People come out, they do something, be like, oh, you know, I haven't seen it done like that before, but they're doing it. And because it's coming from them, it looks good. People gravitate towards that. You never really know. So there really is no right way to start. Of course, you can prepare yourself as much as possible, research certain things, um, talk to certain people, whatever the case may be to kind of like put you on the path to like, okay, this might be the, the right way to start. But reality is, is you have to start to figure it out, right? Number six, I don't feel like doing it. Motivation rarely comes first, right? You usually have to do the act in order to see the results, and then you get motivation to keep going. There's way more reasons for you to keep going than there are reasons for you to start, if that makes sense. Right. If you are, um, if you're a believer, if you're into God's word, then you know it talks about our flesh a lot. Our flesh is is 
is our feelings. Our feelings are so misdeceiving. Our feelings will keep you stagnant. It will choke you out and it will keep you from living a life that God has qualified you to live. Period. I said this a lot throughout my um, throughout my weight loss journey about just doing it, right? Nike's infamous line, uh, just do it. Going back to what I was saying about it not being the right time, it's just never going to be the right time. Rarely ever do, do all the stars align and everything is just in place, the ample opportunity for you to do what you want to do. Right? Do you think entrepreneurs, successful ones, feel like sacrificing their time, their energy, their finances, their free? Like, no one feels like doing any of that. Do you think the person who is trying to um, go up a level in their job, do you think they feel like being the last one to leave or always asking, like, oh, what can I do? You know, trying to be more involved and have their boss see that they're trying to step up. Nobody feels like doing that ever but you just have to do it with weight loss no obese person wants to feels like getting up and working out it's tiring it's inconvenient it hurts you're never gonna feel like doing it do the act first motivation comes after after you begin to see the results after i started to see i lost like 30 pounds from just doing like the bare minimum i was like oh shoot okay I'm in here now. I was groovy. I was like, let me let me take it up a notch. You know, I took it up a notch. I didn't even know I had. So motivation rarely ever comes first. First, do it. You got to just force yourself to do it. A lot of times there's no secret sauce. There's no secret sauce to it. There's no special remedy. There, there's, no, there's no magic to it. You just literally have to force yourself to do it. I really did not feel like recording this podcast episode for the third time. But I knew I just had to do it. I'm not going to feel like it in 10 minutes from now or when lunch starts and I want to eat instead of doing that. Like, I'm never going to feel like it. Right. And so you just got to do it. Just do it. Number seven. And we're almost done. Others are better than I am. This definitely ties in with number five about having to find the best way to start because we're talking about comparison. And when we talk when we when people say comparison is a thief of joy. That is a true statement, 100,000%. We look on social media and, we, and we're and we like, that is it. We look at a pretty picture and we don't, we don't take into consideration the, the back end of things, what process they had to do to get there, or even if what they're portraying is even true, right? I know people who flaunt designer stuff on um on social media and i also know that they're a scammer they steal other people's money in order for them to look like that but we we don't think about that type. i know couples who who cheat on each other and who are just who are not happy but yet oh i love you so much they wear cute outfits and have uh photo shoots and and everybody envies that like you don't know what's going on first of all behind closed doors and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with looking on social media and being inspired and motivated and you know learning from it but once we allow that you know once we allow a nice picture or a nice video to derail us from moving forward that's when it becomes an issue that's when social media is now a hindrance and it's not a help that's when it that's when it then becomes toxic. And so if we are waiting 
if, if that excuse, right, that people are better than you, if you're waiting for you to not feel like that anymore, you'll never move forward. Because like I said previously, there's going to always be somebody better than you. Somebody's content is always going to look crispier than you. Someone's going to always have more followers than you. Someone at your job is going to always speak in public better than you. It's always going to be somebody Some somebody is doing something better. But something that um, my friend and I, we talked about a lot and so has me, my husband and I, was about when God has called you to something, it's for you. Period. We see singers all the time, singers and rappers, and we're like, you're not that good. But if it's for them, it's for them. And guess what? My little my little opinion about whether or not they sing good, that doesn't stop them from being successful. That doesn't stop them from having a huge fan base and them getting money, like living in a mansion. So it, it doesn't matter. There's going to always be somebody better than you. But guess what? Nobody is you. It sounds cliche. And it's something that I have to, while I believe that sometimes I don't allow it to sit in my spirit and rest in there like it really should. Nobody is me. Nobody is Summer Janae Walker. I can't even say nobody is Summer Walker because there's someone named Summer Walker. Nobody is Summer Janae Walker, okay? No one can, can give what I give because no one is me. I don't care how similar it is. I don't, I, it doesn't matter. No one is you. So, so keep that power, keep that power that nobody is you. And the last one, I thought it would be easier than this. And I think that was one of the issues with what Kim Kardashian said. She said, you know, just work your A off, work your A off. The real, no, it, it, it's not that easy. And the reality was it wasn't that easy for her. She had so many resources that a lot of us did not have. It wasn't that easy for her. A lot of times success, it comes with a lot of preparation, plus attitude, plus opportunity, plus action, and plus faith. It comes with a lot of those things in order for um, a lot of us to come out shining on the other side. It's not just one thing. Kim Kardashian, the American dream, agrees with Kim Kardashian in the in the original American dream said that if you work hard you'll you'll see results if you work hard you'll you'll um you'll um you'll gain success but that's not always true it's so many other components that go along with that but as long as you're aware of it you'll be fine Jim um one of my favorite authors Jim Ron he said if you cannot change you cannot change your destination overnight but you can change your direction overnight. And that's so true. If I, I can't lose 100 pounds overnight, but overnight I can decide to eat something with less calories. I can decide to do a 20 minute workout. I can decide to take a walk around the block. As an entrepreneur, you cannot literally build your business overnight, but you can decide to not eat out and save your money. You can decide to buy the book about, um, financing and, and loans, you can decide to begin to follow people on social media so that you know you can be more inspired and get more information about the business that you're trying to build. You know what I mean? At your nine to five, no, you can't become the boss overnight, but you can decide that you're going to wake up and be very productive at work, that you're going to step up and allow your boss to see that you're taking initiative, you can decide that overnight. So you can change the, the trajectory of your growth overnight. 
and you can okay and i'm gonna leave you guys with these three points to help you guys and myself for us to grow intentionally it will help us with these factors these mis misconceptions about growth it will help us fight these right so first ask the big question now and the big questions are where exactly is is it that you want to go right so sometimes that's going to change sometimes you think you want to do one thing or you want to get to a certain place and then as you're going it's like oh no god has something else for me right and that's perfectly fine but first decide it's it's easier to figure out the steps of something when you can visualize where it is that you're actually trying to go what business are you actually trying to build what position at work are you trying to have you know what i mean what content what is the feel of the content that you're trying to create are you trying to bring people in are you trying to build a community do you want to gain money from it whatever it is you got to visualize it first you have to make it clear and then if you don't know if you genuinely don't know what did it where it is that you actually want to go pray about it ask god to reveal it to you whether it's through a dream whether it's just a spark of interest or through friends and family and they you know reveal to you what it is that they feel like you're great at or whatever it is i think a lot a lot of us do know where we want to go but because it's it seems so unobtainable we'll just keep saying like i don't know i don't know but we have an idea we have it you know that question about what would you do if you could if you knew you could not fail i think a lot of us have an answer to that right i think a lot of us know what we want to do but we're afraid that we're going to fail or we don't want to take the energy use the energy it takes to obtain that so we'll just keep saying i don't know but that's a, a good question to ask yourself as you're on when you begin this growth journey where is it exactly that i want to go right number two do it now do it now later is one of those dream killers man that is really powerful later is one of those dream killers and i have to allow that to to rest in me because i am my, for myself, I'm infamous for just saying later. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. You know how many people, you know how many pastors talked about 2020 vision for the year 2020? How many people had that in their caption that 2020 was going to be lit? 2020 was going to be clear. 2020 was going to be the best year ever. COVID was like, shut up and sit down. You ain't doing nothing, Buster. Like COVID was like, what? Shut up. Who you talking to? You're not going to do nothing you thought you was going to do. So later, we don't always have later. We don't. Do it now. And like we just talked about, there are some things, no, you can't do, there are some things you can't do right now. Maybe you can't build your business right now, but you can do something that will contribute to the growth of it, that will contribute to the knowledge of it, right? I, I can't have, I'm not going to have a successful podcast right now, but I can do the episode <laughs> right i can slowly get the equipment that will you know increase the quality of my episodes so there so you there is something you can always do right now you can begin to pray right now seek god right now right don't push it off to later right now and the last one face the fear factor listen to these fears fear of failure fear of trading security for the unknown Fear of being overextended financially. Fear of what others will say or think. Fear that success will alienate peers. 
for me, 100%, my biggest one is fear of trading security for the unknown. I am security McGee. I love a good nine to five, pays me decent. I get sick time, I can wake up tomorrow, have a little headache, not have a little headache and be like, text my boss, oh, I don't feel well today, taking a sick day, boom. And what? I can go on vacation for a couple weeks and not have to worry about anything. I, I love security, I love it, I love it, I love it. And that has that is something that is big for me, is trading security for the unknown. And when you have, but the beauty of that is when you figure out, the beauty with all of these fears, right, is when you figure out that God is on your side and you really understand that he has the best for you in mind, you can not fail. Literally, even if the thing that you were doing doesn't work out and you've done all you could do, you've done all you could do. There was there was no lack on your part. There was no slack on your part. There's literally nothing else you could have done. You sought God about it. You thought you were going in the right direction and it doesn't work out. That means that that absolutely means that God has something else for you. You literally cannot fail with having faith in God and seeking him about it. I don't mean just every time an idea pops in your head, let me go do it, I fail, oh, I'm afraid of failing. No, if you sought God about it and you felt like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do, sometimes we're wrong and that's okay. And then also sometimes it doesn't work out because God just needed us to do that process. He needed that for us to grow in order for us to get to where he has to go and to where we need to go, right? And the fear of what others will say or think, that was also another thing that was huge for me, something that hindered me so bad. And God would show me things about my future. And I'm like, but God, I'm not that person. Like if, you, if that's what you're calling me to do and who you're calling me to be, you gotta prepare me. And I was like, I know it's gonna be scary, but I was like, I'll do it, whatever it is. And so he laid it on my heart. He pushed me to do um, open mic nights with poetry and so i started doing that because i was terrible and terrified of public speaking no matter how small or big the uh crowd terrified of public speaking i'm still scared of it but nowhere near as like how it used to be right and slowly little by little God was telling me to starve that fear, right? Make myself do these open mic nights. Then he um, laid it on my heart to join the the praise the praise dance team at uh, at my church. I'm not that in love with dance or that good, but God was using that as a technique, as a strategy for me to slowly starve my fear because I would have to be in front of people. I would have to perform. I would have to be in the spotlight. I'm someone who will stay in the back all day long. And slowly God was, I need you to I need you to starve that fear, starve that fear. Think about your fears and, and ask God, how can I starve this fear? Little by little, God, you know it's something big, but how can I slowly chip away at it to where it's not overwhelming, to where it's not suffocating, to where it's not paralyzing, but you know, it's gonna take some courage for me to do it, but I can still do it. How can I chip away, chip away, chip away? You know what I mean? And so I hope that this episode, I hope it really helped you get on the trajectory of growth. I hope it made you think. I hope that you wrote down some points that you're just like, okay, I can work on this. 
Or maybe you could tell somebody else. You notice it in a friend. You know, you notice a fear or you notice one of those misconceptions that they're living in um, or they're thinking to be true. And it's like, but wait, no, you can use it to motivate somebody else. And like I said, that was literally all that information I just gave was literally in one chapter of this book. One chapter. This really, really, you guys, is a great book. I got it from The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. I got it from Amazon. Um, and so, yeah, it's 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 an awesome book. Definitely recommend it. All right, you guys, this has been great. Until next time. Bye.